Hey there, we're Chris and Melissa Smith of FamilyBrand.com, husband and wife, parents of five, and we want to help you unleash the power of your family. And we know it can be so challenging raising a family where the return on investment is unmeasured and sometimes it feels like your efforts are completely unnoticed. It takes real courage and commitment and a long-term vision for what you are building. You're building a family. And as entrepreneurs, we always think it's so interesting how your brand at home is the one that you think about the least. But at the end of your life, it will be the brand that matters the most. And look, none of us want to wake up one day feeling like, man, we missed it. Like we missed this opportunity to create something really amazing as a family. So what you can expect from us are actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a better parent, a better spouse, and to build a stronger family. The world needs strong families now more than ever, and it starts right here with your family. We wanted to record a podcast episode about what our summer is looking like. And for the most part, I love the summers. I love that it's more carefree. There's less scheduled, except for the summer we did kind of <laughs> over schedule ourselves a little bit just for the month of June. But I just like that you don't have to be places usually at certain times, you know, in the morning, get up, get going. It's just a little more carefree. So I just wanted to, yeah, talk about what summer's been looking like for us and share some ideas that we've been doing and uh, take what you want and hope your summer is, is going good. Yeah. And I think one of the, one of the good things about summer is it gives your kids an opportunity to be bored. And I actually think that that's not a bad thing. I think sometimes it's easy to have a culture in your family or a relationship with your children where they want to be entertained every second of the day and want you to be the one entertaining them. And I noticed that a lot in our youngest, she, you know, just, I think it's obviously it's awesome that she always wants someone to be doing something with her. But I think sometimes when kids are bored and you don't just solve it for them right away, but you say, yeah, like, you know, some, one of the things we try to do in the summer is our kids say, I'm bored. It's like, well, yeah, like then create some fun, go, go do something that would be fun. And sometimes you have to do that like a dozen times. But if, because the temptation is just to like, let them turn on the TV or which our kids get to watch TV. But I think sometimes we feel like it's our job to solve their boredom. But I've seen time and time again, if we just keep saying, yeah, sorry, you're bored. Like there's, there's so many things you could do. Just use your imagination. It's cool to then watch them kind of give up on trying to get you to solve their boredom and they figure out how to solve it. It is interesting. I think she, our youngest is five. Our youngest two are five and he just turned seven. So five and seven. I think back when our oldest two are their age, I think they did more like imaginative play and like they were always dressing up like cowboys. That's what they (laughs) love to do. And playing, yeah, playing make-believe. I don't think our youngest two do as much. I don't know if it's that, if it's just because, yeah, they're not, they don't have to. There's always like older siblings to, to entertain them or whatever. But yeah, I'd love to get them playing more. And for us in the summer in Arizona, It's so hot outside. So I think for a lot of people, summer is the time to like, yeah, go outside and explore. But for us in Arizona, it's kind of like stay inside. No, don't go out unless you're going to the pool, which is super, super fun. The kids love, love going to the pool, but it's just a little different than it might be for people that live in other places. One of the things we did do recently, and I don't know if, I think it might've been Tate's idea, our oldest, but we all sat down and wrote down a list of things that we love to do. That if we ever found ourselves having some free time or our spare time and not knowing like how to be using our time, we could just go to our list. And I remember a number of times I could have used my time in a way that just wasn't useful or productive or quote unquote been bored, but I had this list that I could go to. And I know the kids have used that as well. Because in the moment, it's just like, it's so easy for a kid to be like, I'm bored. There's nothing to do. And then they go to their list and like, well, there's actually a lot of things to do. 
so I think that's been useful. I also have noticed I like Melissa. I love that the summer isn't structured. And yet I think the days that go best for us in the summer is when there is some structure. Yes. When we get up at a reasonable time, we start our morning with some type of intention, which lately is like, we'll go to the gym and work out together. We get our jobs done in the morning. And then there's, it creates more opportunity for more unstructured time, I think, later in the day or middle of the day. But I've totally noticed in the summer, the, one of the benefits is that it's not as structured. And yet, some structure still really works for our family. Yeah, I totally agree. I want to jump back to your board list. I forgot about that idea that it was, Tate, it was Tate's idea, our almost 15-year-old. And I love that because he had noticed, the reason he came up with it is because he had noticed if he ever had some downtime, he, it was just easy to be like, oh, I don't, I have some downtime, like I'm going to get on YouTube or I have some downtime, I'm going to turn on the TV. But he realized like, okay, I want to, I want to have another option available to me other than that. And I love that it was, it wasn't Chris or I having to project onto the kids like, hey, if you're bored, here's a list of things to do that you could do. But it was like, everyone came up with their own list of, and we called it the I'm bored list. And he, and like Chris said, even for me as the adults, you know, I have my own, my own like, coping, I guess, when I'm bored, like things that I go to, but it was a good like pattern interrupt to realize like, okay, I'm bored. What, what, what are some things that I could do other than going to those like on social media or whatever, whatever else you would go to. I, I'm trying to remember what was on my list, but things like I enjoy playing the piano. So I think I had playing the piano on there. I love like we have coloring books, coloring in the coloring book or playing Play-Doh. And I know that made the list for some of the kids. Ivy gets these like activity craft crates that made the list for her. Just various things, but reading books. Yeah. As simple as that sounds, it's easy to sometimes forget to like realize, oh, I like to read books. So I think I think maybe as a family creating a I'm bored list and having everyone things that I can do when I'm bored that I know that I like to do. Totally. Um and then from here, I just wanted to share kind of what what our rhythm of the summer has been looking like. So like Chris mentioned it has it does go smoothly when we do have some intention about what time we get up and get going. So what we've decided is we're gonna eat breakfast at eight thirty. I don't does that sound early? Does that sound late? I don't know. That's what the time we decided. And Chris and I have been going to the gym with Tate and Tanner, our oldest, uh most every morning. So we'll go around six thirty, seven, come back um seven thirty or eight, eat breakfast at eight thirty, and then the kids, the kids all have um, like jobs that they do every day. So they'll do their jobs. And then we have something that like one little activity that I'll do with the kids every day. So like on Monday, we go to the library and get their books for the week. Which the Pima library is awesome. It's so tiny, but it is awesome. Like for how small it is, I've been like so surprised. I went in there yesterday and the, they have a books for sale section. And it was a David Goggins book. And I asked her if I could just like almost brand new and it's like a really great bestseller it's still on the bestseller list and i asked her if i could just check it out versus buying it she's like no it's just for sale and i was like okay and i was about to take it back she's like but it's only a quarter (laughs) and i was like 25 cents (laughs) (laughs) so it's just an awesome library so we've been doing that on mondays yeah monday mondays are library days tuesday and these are ideas that i came up with the kids things that they thought sounded fun tuesday is either a craft or baking the little ones wanted more crafts. Tate wanted to bake more because he loves to bake. Which our little our little ones are up to right now. 
building a model replica of our house that we're getting ready to build using Play-Doh. Yeah, I, I said that's how I bribed them to watch themselves while we were recording this podcast. I said, go play with Play-Doh. Builds the, the model replica. So we'll go check on it when we're done here. Um, and then Wednesdays, there is a movie theater in town that does free movies, just older movies that they play. So go see a movie on Wednesdays. And then Thursdays, pickleball or bike rides, which we haven't been on a quite on a bike ride, but we have used the last couple of weeks to like tune up our bikes. Some of the kids like have outgrown their bikes since we got back from Hawaii. So just we're get, we're getting them ready for our, for our bike rides, and then on Fridays we go to a new pool every week. So our little town that we live in, they have a pool, and honestly, we've been going to it almost every day. I bought a season pass so the kids can just come and go. It's open from one to five every day, and it's been the funnest thing. It's it reminds me every time I like walk into the pool, I feel like. I'm walking into, um, if you've ever seen the movie, The Sandlot, I feel like I'm walking into the pool at the Sandlot. <laughs> There's just like the whole town is there. Not really, but that's what it feels like. The whole town is there. My kids walk out. Like you have to walk. I don't know. There's like a moment where you like walk out and everyone can see you. It feels like, and everyone looks at you. And I feel like all my kids all have friends that are always like, Ivy, Tanner, Tate, Trip. <laughs> And I just feel like a boss walking into the FEMA pool every afternoon. It's so fun. And I think what's fun about this is these days aren't like super structured in the sense it's like on Mondays, we're going to go to the library and it's only maybe we were in the library, maybe 15 minutes. So it's 15 minutes out of the whole day, but it gives everyone something to look forward to. Like the kids know they're like, okay, all day long on Monday, we're going to the library. And then like, I think it's just fun to have like a little bit of a theme to the day. Not that you, you're going to miss some days, but it doesn't mean like Monday or every day in the summer has to be this super elaborate, elaborate, intricate planned. It's just like, there's, there's one intention we have for the day, Monday through Friday. And then Friday's kind of a field trip or go visit a nearby little town or something. A new, specifically a pool somewhere. So like last Friday, we just went to the neighbor's pool. And then Friday before that, I think, we went to, I can't remember. Anyway, a pool or some body of water <laughs> that's new. So, and that's like, I feel the other thing I love about all of this stuff is it's not expensive. Like, I don't think any of this, none of it costs any money. I mean, I paid for the annual pool to the, to the Pima pool, the annual, whatever you call it, entry. But other than that, it's all of it's free and it's just fun stuff to do. So hope you guys are having a good summer. Um, and just remember, I think those like little things are the things that your kids remember. Like I hope that from this summer, what I hope my kids remember is like, remember that summer mom took us to the pool like every day and she swam with us and she got in the water and that was like so fun. I think that's like what summer's about. It's like those little memories that I'm getting like emotional about it. <laughs> I think I'm thinking about... um we have these friends that have this. Chris knows them more than I do, but they have this podcast. It's called 18 Summers. And it's this idea that um, that you only have eight, 18 summers. So before your kids, you know, are, are grown and gone. So what are you going to do with those 18 summers? I think that's what has me all emotional about it. <laughs> Tate's starting high school next year. 
And I feel like it's just hitting us. Chris and I have commented a couple of times. Oh, like he, he only has four summers left. What's that? Which that's totally what we want for him. You know, we want him to like grow up and live an amazing life and leave home and follow his dreams. But it still makes it a little, a little hard to think like, oh, there's only four summers left. So how are we going to make, make these summers like the best that, that we can. And like I started saying before I started crying, like, I don't think it's going to be, I mean, sure they'll remember like the big vacations, but I don't know, but I hope they really remember just like more of those little moments of us together in the kitchen, you know, baking on Tuesdays or how we went to the library every Monday or like I said, how I (laughs) make a fool of myself diving off the diving board (laughs) with all of them, which by the way, someone told me they're like, (laughs) I was diving with the kids on the diving board the other day and it's a friend of Chris's because we're back in his hometown. They're like, I saw you diving off the diving board with your kids. You still got it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, yes, I do. (laughs) You got to like throw a backflip off the diving board every once in a while just to see, you know, do you still got it? (laughs) Anyway, I hope again, you have a beautiful, amazing summer and just live it up. Yeah. And I do think that I don't remember a whole lot of summer vacations I took, but to your point, Melissa, I do remember yeah, going to the Pima pool, playing little league baseball, riding my bike around town. Like I like <clears throat> it's just the simple things, I think. I don't think summers have to be I think sometimes we put this unnecessary pressure on ourselves as parents, so they have to be so amazing and so fun and we have to entertain our kids constantly. And I think just little fun things around your town and creating experiences and memories is what they'll remember the most about their summers. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.